everyone. Welcome to another episode of Like That Only. And Happy New Year! It's officially the new year, the very first episode of the new year. How are you doing? I hope I hope your new year's started off in a good way. So, um, just some resolutions for this podcast. I hope to continue this into the new year and continue this journey with you all and i'm starting to like find the vision for this podcast i know i started off just being like yeah i'm just gonna try this and see where it goes and there is no theme or anything but i'm starting to feel like there is a theme and i want to keep going deeper into it this is all about us and our growth as individuals We've seen a lot of bad times and we are here to learn from them, put that into practice, all that learning. And this podcast will serve to be sort of like a catalog because we'll talk about all kinds of topics. And in the future, when we find ourselves in sticky situations, I want this podcast to be an easy way to go back and read through or listen through some of the learnings and just reinforce them. So I think I'm going to be better about naming and describing the podcast so that it's easier to find what you're looking for. I think I've been decent so far, but now I'm going to be much more intentional about it because... I want there to be some repeat value. The other thing is, yeah, let's just resolve to keep growing and let's, you know, let's continue to make progress. And the great part about this documentation is that the progress will be extremely natural. So if you compare day one of the podcast to now, there's some steady growth, some steady change. but it's all been documented, which is so beautiful that I want to continue doing that. So it's not going to be like tomorrow I'll wake up and decide that I am this whole new person and you would have no idea how I got there. You will probably have an inkling through this. So that's what I continue to do and I want to do. Okay, moving on to the episode. Um, Since it's New Year, um... Kind of wanted to touch on a few topics about that and see what you think about it. So first and foremost, on New Year's Eve, I had no plans. And by the time I was invited to something, I was already like, I was already like, I had made up my mind that I was not going to do anything. So it kind of was like, nah, I'm not going to go. And... The biggest thought that led me to make decisions for that night, that's, that thought was just in my head from the moment I had woken up. And sorry if it's a little bit morbid, but I was thinking about all the people who had died. Obviously from coronavirus, but even otherwise. It, people don't realize that there are so many deaths on account of this situation that we're all in 
on account of coronavirus. So if you talk, if you count all the deaths this year and how we've all been affected by our situation, there's like other pandemics that are happening that we are just not talking about because it's not important enough. But more than that, we're not talking about the deaths more sensitively. The deaths have grown to such a number that it's hard for our minds to comprehend. And for that reason, we just talk about it as a number. And when we talk about these things as numbers, we get desensitized. So somehow on New Year's Day, on New Year's Eve, I was just thinking about people trying to put faces and names and features and locations for all of them in my head and trying to understand how they were not alive to see this day, to not see the end of the year that gave them so much grief. I'm not saying that the grief has stopped, but the year has ended and it was a milestone to be marked. And yeah, they were gone too soon. So I was just feeling really upset. And I wanted to do something about it. And the only thing I can literally do about it is not do anything and just be by myself and stay there, stay at home. And I know people in my close circles who are not doing the same and it made me really upset. Obviously, they're not thinking about the people who are dead because that's too much to think about. But, and, and, and everyone's in different parts of the world. I understand the restrictions are different. I just want to say that they could have still done better. We can always do better because none of us are doing what we should be doing perfectly. And it's fine to take a little time to yourself and heal in whatever way you want. If that is meeting with a bunch of friends to feel social again, by all means, do it safely. I don't understand the concept of going over the top and trying to overcompensate for what you've been missing out on. Like trying to pack three events into one day between six hours with multiple groups of people who um, also meet multiple groups of people. What is the reasoning behind that? And I don't know because I asked and I didn't get anything. The only thing I could do at that point was just not talk about it. That's all people want. They want to not talk about it so that they don't have to think about it. It's like... Yes, we know that eating meat is bad. We know that it's bad for the environment. But I don't want to think about it because I enjoy meat too much. It's kind of the same philosophy. And it's not something I can do because I've just been sensitized to this to the point where I cannot not do it. You know? Anyway. Um, sorry if I sound angry. I am. <laughs> but... Yeah, that it is what it is, right? Isn't that what we all say? It is what it is. I'm not going to stop reminding people. I'm not going to stop fighting this. I just... I'm feeling like I'm losing impact. People are getting desensitized to me. So... <laughs> I need a stronger voice. <laughs> and... 
The other thing I want to talk about, which is a much happier topic, actually. Um, I was actually thinking about this yesterday because I've started going to my gym again. Side note, this gym was something I was going to religiously. I had reached a point where if I didn't go or if I didn't work out, I would feel bad. And that's coming from someone who didn't work out at all. Like, I didn't go to the gym. I didn't do anything for years. So it was really hard for me to go back to, like, to first mentally decide that I wanted to do it and then physically pushing myself. And I tried all kinds of things. I think I've talked about this in some other podcasts. And nothing worked until this particular workout. So I was going for a year and then COVID happened and I had to stop and it was really sad. But I quickly like forgot about it. I forgot because I was also that person who had not gone to gyms. So I just, it was very easy for me to slip back into those old habits. And then when this one reopened, it took me a while to start again, to be honest. But I'm just, it's all coming back to me and it's all coming much sooner than I had anticipated. So I'm very happy about this decision to go back. I know it's risky. They're doing everything they can and I'm doing everything I can on top of that. So I feel a little bit safer, but it's never going to be safe until, you know, we're all vaccinated, of course. So yeah, I'm just being very careful, but I also recognize that it's something I definitely need in my life. So I'm going and I feel great. The thing that I wanted to talk about was I was just thinking about this insight I had learned from somewhere. I don't remember where, but somebody had said um, that there's like some statistic that if you join a gym in less than a two mile radius or three mile radius, you are more likely to go to it and they give like a number like about seven to ten times a month and if it's outside of that radius like if it's in a five mile radius even I think people go like once a month or something like the average count like it drops so hard so it's directly related to how close the gym is to you because commute can be a big reason to be lazy and that's why I think gyms use this as part of their marketing strategy and um, in planning, like where they want to open their branches, they want to make sure it's close enough to a certain demographic and a certain population. It's all there. It's all like analyzed. It's, I forget what it's called. Business analyst. Yes. Um, so then COVID happens <laughs> and we don't have to go anywhere. And gyms are closed. So now gyms are opening back up. And it's become that source of like outing almost. So I get to go out because I have to go to the gym. It's literally my life. And coming back home just feels so depressing now. <laughs> because yeah, I've been at home pretty much all year. I'm not saying my home is depressing, but it's just... Yeah, I'm going back home and I'm not going to leave. So going to the gym has become like its own excitement. 
And now I'm kind of wishing I had a commute because I want to enjoy the drive so much more. It's almost as if I want to go to the gym outside of that two-mile radius now. <laughs> you see how it's flipped? I, I find that so fascinating. Um, I also like heard on another podcast that this woman was talking about how she used to dread going in the cold and in the rain on this five-minute walk outside of her apartment to take out the trash. But now... It's the one reason she gets out of her house. So she really looks forward to it. And it's that five minutes is like, it gives her so much peace. It gives her so much happiness. I relate to that now. I get it. It's like all the mundane, essential activities have become so exciting. I'm sure all of you, like if you, if you find it safe enough to go to the grocery store, really look forward to it as as much as you need to get in and out as soon as possible it's like such a nice source of hope because you're automatically around people even though you're not socializing you just feel that that you're around people and you feel like you're full of conversation even if it's just the cashew <laughs> like it's become these small things that have become our source of happiness and yeah, I just like to think about it because I like it. I love getting out of my house to do all these stupid things. And I hope I don't take them for granted when everything else opens up. Because we used to just take going out of the house for granted. That it became a chore. And now it's like, no, it's not a chore anymore. It's an opportunity to step out. I love it. I'm so happy about it. If you are not working out, I would highly, highly, highly recommend it. You know, this workout that I do is hard. Like I've had friends who had joined around the same time as me a year ago. And they all eventually left, not because of COVID. They all just left because it was hard. And I feel so good that I'm doing like a really tough workout. Because I was such a sissy when it came to like something that was more easy like a hike or a walk I was like tired back in the day and now I'm doing this like boot camp and it's so much fun and I hate how hard it is but the moment it's over I feel so good about myself and about my body and all the soreness I just feel like I've had a good use of time. I've had an amazing thing that I've done. So if you need this encouragement to remind yourself that a workout is always good, like you can never have a bad workout because you always feel good at the end of it. Just remember that. Remember the effect of the workout and then try to create the cause. It's like reversing time, like in Tenet. Oh, <laughs> Um, all right, sorry if my, this episode has been a little all over the place. I'm not sorry, like, that's kind of how I am, but, yeah, I'm just in a very weird mood. A little slap happy and a little sad, and this is what you get, the product of the in-between. <laughs> all right, I'm gonna stop. I know my cue.
this is probably it but i'm so happy to be back and so excited for the next one and the next year in a way we're so down and out that everything is uphill from here <laughs> there's not much more that we can get wrong so let's just hope for the best and there's a lot to hope for right okay all right well see you next time <laughs>